It's Wednesday, December 27th. I'm Ian Price. Here's our top local story. An area Republican congressman believes the Colorado Supreme Court set a dangerous precedent when it opted to remove former President Trump from the state's primary ballot. WFIR's Clark Palmer has that story. The U.S. Supreme Court has yet to indicate whether or not they will weigh in on the Colorado Supreme Court voting to remove former President Donald Trump from the state's primary ballot, arguing Trump's alleged involvement in the January 6th U.S. Capitol riot in 2021 violated the 14th Amendment. Salem Area Republican Congressman Morgan Griffith tells the John Fredericks radio show if the Colorado ruling is upheld, this sets a new precedent. We make a finding that you were involved in the insurrection or a rebellion against the United States government after having taken an oath, guess what happened? Anybody who took an oath, whether it be in the military or whether it be for public office, who participated in or encouraged or gave aid and comfort to a Black Lives Matter riot is disqualified. Kamala disqualified? Griffith then went on to discuss what he would do as a member of the U.S. Supreme Court if the Trump matter came before the justices. If I were them, I would punt and just say, this is not valid without due process. But they could go further and say that it's not only not valid, but the issue has already been determined by the Senate of the United States. Griffith is referencing the Senate trial in 2021 that found former President Trump not guilty of inciting the riot at the U.S. Capitol. Clark Palmer, WFIR News. Now that an affiliate of Publix Supermarkets has purchased land in southwest Virginia, the next question is whether site work will begin in the new year. The grocery chain isn't saying anything publicly yet, but whenever Publix arrives, it could help boost local efforts to attract other national retailers. Roanoke County's Economic Development Director, Megan Baker. The fact that Publix picked Roanoke County, it's showing that we are attractive to those retailers. The site prep will be extensive before any building construction can begin. Much of the property at Bramelton Avenue and Old Cave Spring Road is a wooded hillside that needs removal. Then there are utilities like stormwater management and presumably some significant traffic changes. Again, no word yet from Publix on a projected timetable. Many automotive service and repair businesses are open Saturdays or throughout the entire weekend, but there's at least one in the Roanoke Valley going in a much different direction and so far very happy with its direction. More from WFIR's Evan Jones. Wayne's Imported Automotive won't be open this coming Friday. That's because they're now closed every Friday, a decision they put into effect in September. Shop foreman Daryl Booth says going to 10 hours a day, Monday through Thursday, just seemed to make sense. Our employees really have no time through the week to take care of any personal stuff. So we decided, you know, let's try it. Let's just see what happens with doing a four-day work week. Booth says there's another reason having Fridays off is proving to be a big morale booster. You jump in the car, you go wherever you're going to go, you've got that extra day to spend with family, and just enjoy yourself. You know, we just can't work ourselves to death. Booth says the loss of each Friday has not impacted business at Wayne's, and he says it could be a big advantage when it comes time to attract and retain future hires. Evan Jones, WFIR News. After a slow start, Roanoke City's land bank program has found its footing and is close to hitting its original target. City Council received an update as WFIR's G. Moreno reports. Roanoke City's land bank program, established in 2019 and administered by Total Action for Progress, allows the city to purchase blighted and tax-delinquent properties, 
holding them until a suitable private developer comes along with a plan. More than $570,000 in American Rescue Plan funding allowed the program to get off the ground. TAP Senior Vice President Angela Penn. Our goal at that time was to acquire 16 properties by the grant's conclusion, which is coming up on December 1st, 2024. Uh, To date, there have been 13 properties acquired and three are currently under contract. Around $120,000 of that original allocation in ARPA funds is left, Penn told council members. A change in the Roanoke City Code will now make it easier for the land bank to acquire some tax-delinquent properties directly without having to go through the more costly public auction process where property values can be driven up. Looking at properties within the community um, that have a substantial amount of delinquent taxes or either have concerns from a code enforcement um, perspective, and to look at how we might move those through the process. Penn told council that there are about 300 land banks across the U.S. She also says the original land bank program targeted in southeast Roanoke has now been expanded to include other quadrants in the city. Gene Morano, WFIR News. According to the Rockbridge County Sheriff's Office, a dog has been found safe after it was stolen on Christmas morning. Deputies say they received a call around 3 p.m. that two people had taken the dog from a home in the 700 block of Reed Road. No word on possible suspects or arrest. That's the latest. Check back tomorrow for our next update. Ian Price, WFIR News.